What's up, everyone? I'm Rosa. And I'm Nicole. Welcome Welcome to Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. Whether you are at home, in the car, outdoors, or at work, we are so happy to have you here. This table is a no-judgment zone filled with love and truth because they are the same thing. We are followers of Jesus, wives, mothers, and your newest friend duo. You will find encouragement and real talk here. So pull up a seat and let's hang. But I but but Holy Spirit, He's gonna lead the way. We don't need to say that. Activate. Because you are you have the authority <laughs> to preach the word of God. So don't feel nervous. I will. And if we don't like it, we don't have to we don't have to change. No, because it's recording. No, it's not. <laughs> this whole time? No, not my name. My wife and I. It's on. Okay, Rosa, you sneaky, sneaky girl. Now I'm putting on mine. Oh, oh, it was on. It was. Wait, on. am I on now? You're on. You've been on. I'm so loud. So I should have. I just wanted. <laughs> she is sneaky. I just wanted. This is a great revelation to all the listeners to how this really goes down. Um, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, trying to prepare. Okay. I'm feeling bright red right now. Okay. I can feel the heat in my cheeks. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Hold on. This girl, I mean. Okay. So, <laughs> so really what I just said is I just took y'all behind the scenes of what happens before we hit the record button. You know, we got to conversate because we love to talk and then for an hour <laughs> we take through our notes or figure out what oh. we're going to talk about we read scripture etc but yeah you just heard a little glimpse because really i was going to start it by saying i started singing that song mm-hmm. holy spirit activate. when did you start to record spirit, i'm really activate. curious about that one and then nicole was like no the holy spirit's always activated yeah i'm like all right girl and then She's silly. She is silly. Yeah, All right, okay. Rosa, tell everyone what we're talking about today. We couldn't really think of a topic, to be honest. Um, but God spoke so much to each of us this whole week, but yet we couldn't come together on one topic. And then we had an aha moment. And what was the aha moment, Rosa? So God spoke to us this week on similar topics. And it was basically to enjoy the moment but don't stay in the moment yes you know and for me i've just been going back to when my kids were little so for those who don't know me i'm rosa (laughs) i've got three kids i've got two girls and a little boy ages 15 13 and 9 And I keep going back to a moment when they were little and I so desperately feel like I want to go back to that and just do things all over again. Homeschool, be more present, stop worrying so much about the future, Um, stop letting distractions get in the way, you know, because they grow up. They grow up so fast, and now we're in a season where it's, we're so busy, 
all the time. Everybody's running on a different schedule. My girls are getting older. One is in high school, one's fixing to start driving, and that just has my nerves all over the place. And it just makes me realize how fast time goes by. And I feel like I'm losing them in a way. Like they're going to make me cry right now, you know, to the real world. And it's like, I don't have those little kids anymore. And it really does. It, It brings tears to my eyes sometimes when I really, really think about it. But with that being said, you know, God has really been speaking to me as in regardless of what season you're in or what age your kids are in, be in the moment, enjoy the moment for what it is, because you won't get this moment again, but don't stay there. Don't live in it, Mm -hmm. you know, because you have to keep moving forward. Life goes on and you take those moments, you know, in the past and you, you learn from them, but you don't stay there because if you stay there you know it could hinder you from moving forward it can hinder you from enjoying life for what it is and you have so much more to go you have so much more to teach them you have so many more experiences to share with them i mean they're not grown up your son's nine rosa i know but (laughs) it's your baby he is my baby and i know he's your baby so much but the girls it's just really you know, I keep saying there's so many things that I wish I could change and so many things I would do differently, but I can't, I can't go back to that. And so, but then we rejoice because the Holy Spirit is more powerful than a million mom moments combined. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the scripture that I immediately think about is in James chapter four, and um god reminds us that our life is vapor it's here today it's not it's 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 here today it's gone tomorrow it is vapor and it is so important you know there's there's a worldly saying to live in the moment i mean how many times can we all say we've said that like to live in the moment and it's just we shouldn't we should be in the moment enjoy the moment utilize the moment soak in the moment but don't live in the moment. Don't don't build your house in the moment. Don't set up tent in your in the moment because the moment is a moment and it goes on to the next moment. And if you stay in one spot, so many negative things will come from that. Like <clears throat> number 1 you're going to miss what's currently going on, but it when you when you live in a moment, you will struggle with unforgiveness you will struggle with doubt you will struggle with regret you will just be stone Mm -hmm. in a moment that no longer exists right because if you're living in that moment that affects how you live your life it affects the choices that you make how you think how you do things and Oh, I love that perspective on how you said, do not build your house in the moment. No, 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 no. And I think I have a unique perspective on this because my children, I have six children. 
don't know, I got something in my throat too, obviously. But I have six children and I think I have a unique perspective on this. Because I have a child that is 13, my oldest, and then my youngest two children are 18 months old, I have a wide gap. Therefore, that's that gives me a perspective of um, growth, like seeing, okay, I remember when to this moment when my oldest son was a baby, yet I'm also experiencing those same things again. And I love, one of the many things that I love about having a lot of children is that I get to experience this um, simultaneously. I just said that word probably like weird because I got nervous right before I said it. Um, Did you think but about like, how to say it? Yeah, I don't know it. why because I know how to say that word. But, um, you know, just I get to experience that at the same time and it's such a gift. And I really enjoy that. I really, it, it really, if, if you're a listener and you have kids in all different stages, it is a true gift because to see your teenager come through the door and doing all those teenage things, you know, my son is about to try out for the track team. Uh, you know, he's going to enter into eighth grade next year. Crazy cool. I mean, hanging out with friends and doing all those things. And it's like, yet he walks in the house and he runs over to his baby brothers and just picks them up and grabs a diaper to hand to me. Or, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful picture. So time goes fast for sure, but there's so many amazing things in the teenage stage. And there's so many amazing things in the nine-year-old stage, in the seven-year-old stage, in the three-year-old stage, in the baby stage. So enjoy. I enjoy all those moments in each stage, but I don't keep my child in that stage. I don't try to keep seeing them as something that they're not anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've witnessed this with other people where like, you know, they try to keep their, it usually happens with the youngest, I think, where I've seen where like, you know, their youngest kid is so coddled because it's their baby, where it's a disservice to them because, um, you know, the parents unable to see who they are now and then they're missing out on the now and then making them so dependent on skills, you know, with skills that they should already have mastered. And, you know, there's a lot of independence when you have a big family in, in a lot of ways, a lot of responsibility that just comes with that dynamic. But it's such a gift because, yes, I treat them each as the age that they are, you know, but at the same time, they are always moving forward of what they are capable of doing. So, you know, that's just a motherhood example, but, you know, in all areas of life, you know, all, all of our pasts, mm -hmm. it's okay to think back to a memory right. and don't, so, yeah, stay, don't there. stay there. Yes. It's debilitating. Mm -hmm. It could be debilitating. I love that. And if you're not careful with being intentional and present in the moment that you're in, you may just miss it. Whoa. True. True. Yeah. In the gospel of Matthew, God says we must shift our focus to the present and not worry about tomorrow. We have to be thinking about now. 
not thinking about yesterday, not thinking about tomorrow. Jesus is the daily bread. He's enough for today. Be in the moment. Be there. Be in the moment. When you walk through the door, you know, you know, or you're cooking dinner, be there with your children. There's so many distractions, but one of those distractions are a lot of the time the worry about tomorrow or the regret of yesterday. Mm -hmm. And instead of being in the moment, but not living in that moment, will give you the freedom to enjoy what you have, but not dwell on the past Mm -hmm. or overthink the future. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring. That's right, it's like today is here, yesterday is gone, and tomorrow is not promised yet. Yeah, so why? Why live in that? Why worry so much about that? We have more faith in tomorrow than we do in God. We have more faith in as humanity, like in humanity, to believe that we have tomorrow. Like, why do we plan for next week? Why do we plan a vacation in three months from now? Why are we already thinking about what school our kids are going to go to next year? Or um, why are we even thinking we're even going to get to that doctor's appointment? We have faith in tomorrow. We have faith. We just believe the sun's going to rise tomorrow. We just believe we're going to wake up breathing tomorrow. We just believe we're going to get in the car and we're going to go to work and we're not going to get in a car accident. We have faith in that. Yet we we have trouble in having faith in what God says. Mm -hmm. That he is enough. That we don't have to worry. Or inviting God into those moments of planning for tomorrow or next month or your future investment. That's it right there. Or a vacation. That's it. It's like you do it without him because you put more faith in that than you do God. Hello. Right? Wow. God's got to be a part of all of that. And I'm not sitting here saying don't be a planner i was gonna like, say i mean i got a couple of vacations not a couple okay <laughs> like, <laughs> okay girl we got a couple of vacations planned. i mean you know my daughter travels a lot for volleyball but we just sometimes we try to of make course vacations and that's that, not what but... i'm trying to say i'm not trying to say don't plan like of course like i am planning you know speech therapy out for my three-year-old we're going on vacation in april We're going to visit family in July. I'm not trying to say that at all. But what I am saying is we have so much faith that we're even going to get there. Instead of just being present in the moment, being in the moment, and not looking to go 10 steps ahead. And that also means not going 10 steps back Mm. and living in the past. Like being where we are, but not staying where we are. Yes. And as you're saying that, that's how shame, it happens, you know, and that's how worry comes in and fear, you know, because when you look at the past, there's shame, there's regret, not all of it. I mean, Mm -hmm. not, you know, all past is bad. And then when you look ahead or the future, you start worrying. Right. And you become fearful. And then the what ifs happen. And it takes you away from the bigger picture. It takes you away from what God is doing today in those moments. Yeah. And to get really deep, like we don't know from the 
a biblical view, like, of, I don't even know the way I want to say this. But, like, when we think about Jesus coming back, like, oh, this is so deep. Like, this is, like, but that's that's how we should wake up every single morning about being in the moment. Why we don't have to worry about the past or worry about the future. Why we need to be in the moment. Because we don't know when Jesus is coming back. Just like when we don't know we're going to, we don't know the day that we're going to die. We don't know the day that he's coming back. And in Matthew chapter 24, verse 42 through 44, it says, keep watch because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So therefore it goes back to our spirit, the spirit of God dwelling inside of us, um, our soul care, taking care of our soul. And that's what it all comes back to relationship with Jesus. If we are invested in a relationship with King Jesus, then he will keep us in the moment, but not living in the moment. He will keep us right where we need to be in the moment we need to be in it without the worry. And we need to focus on him. It comes back to relationship with him. If you want an easier way to do what we're saying, it's going to be in relationship with Jesus. Because as Christ followers, this is what we believe. We believe Jesus is coming back. And scripture says we will not know the day, we will not know the hour. So why are we going to be worried about the past? And why are we going to be um, over planning the future when we should be in the moment? Mm, yes, thank God for today because God bless you for today. And today is all we got. Yeah, but we have a trouble doing. We have trouble doing that because you know scripture says it reminds us that we we have trouble listening <laughs> to what God says, and we have trouble listening. Therefore we have trouble understanding. And therefore we create situations that don't need to be created. We live in the past where God's already freed us from that. He's freed us from guilt and condemnation. And he will use the present moment in friendships and marriage and parenting for our good. If we're following him, if we are continually, continuously in pursuit of in relationship with him he is going to be enough every single day be in the moment but don't live in the moment the example when rosa gave her example when holy spirit spoke to her in regards to like thinking about the past with her children um the example that the holy spirit spoke to me was something I'm currently in, which is we are, um, we're going to be building a new home and we have not purchased the land and we have not decided on the builder yet, but we have sold all our current house and we are going to be renting for the next year while the new house is being built. But I think, I forget where God was really talking to me about this, but it was so clear. Like that was the words he gave me to be in the moment. Don't live in the moment. Um, but it was more of like the future, which is cool because Rosa's was more about the past and like, don't begin to fantasize so much about this future house. And to the point where, you know, I'm looking at new furniture and tile and, you know, just fantasizing and like, almost coveting something that I don't have right now. And I have little 
you know, I have evidence that this is the next steps where it's, you know, this is where this is going and it's very exciting and I feel very blessed, but don't be there because number one, don't be in the future, 10 steps ahead. Don't be, don't become consumed with what you don't have right now. Right. Even when you're like, okay, well we sold the house. This is the next step, but like literally take it to take it all the way down to, okay, today, like today has so many cool things going on today. You know, it's the hundredth day of kindergarten for my kindergartner. And I got to dress him up like an old man. Like I'm excited to cook dinner tonight. And like, I'm excited to just go do, you know, whatever. Like I go to the park with the kids, like I'm there, 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 but like, I'm excited for the season in the rental. I don't want to rush it. You know, this time that we're going to be in the rental will be my last, the, um, the last year, my oldest son's in middle school. Like, I can't wait for this. Like, I want to be there. Like every, um, when I'm there, I want to be there. I don't want to begin to think about what's next. Although going back to what we said before, obviously there has to be planning. You obviously have to meet with the builder. You obviously have to make decisions, but don't, God was like, don't be consumed with that. You know, be reminded, Nicole, you are where you are. I've gotten you here. And we don't know what God's plans are. And that's what the cool thing is. And that's why this peace from God, regardless of our circumstances, always exists. Because it's like, yes, this is what it seems to, this seems to be what's going to happen, right? Like we've already started to look at the land. We've already met with one builder and looked at, you know, plans, but what if God is something totally different? Like, what if like in two months we're like, we can't find the land and like, he's called, like, I don't know, but guess what? I'm excited for it. I'm excited for whatever God has in store because I know his plans are greater, that his ways are higher. And that is one of my favorite parts about being a Christ follower is that he already knows and it's good. It's good. I love your faith in this too. And as as you're saying this, like, you you have the evidence you have the faith that you guys are going to build this house on this land right but if you get too carried away with that and you get too carried away with losing yourself and planning for that and not focusing for today and god changes your plans you're gonna be like whoa i spent too much time fantasizing about this or i spent too much time planning for this Mm -hmm. and you missed the moment and the rental yeah. You know, because you were exactly. saying, yeah, exactly. And like another thing, something that was really cool that happened now that you just said that I was thinking about, we put our house up for sale. Like I was trying to plan so ahead. Like I was, as the day we put the house up for sale, I started taking pictures off the wall. I started putting things in boxes and the house wasn't selling. And I really heard God's voice clearly say to me, put the pictures back up on the wall. Like in this season of selling, be in the moment of selling. Like don't be so consumed with packing the boxes when it's time. Be okay with, be content that if this is not what I want for you guys, if I don't want you to sell this house, even though to in my head and in my husband's head, it's like, this makes so much sense to be such a big blessing. Like this is what we desire. We desire, you know, this land that we have in mind, we desire this new home, but like, and then I'm like, wait, but if that's not what God wants, I don't want that either. I don't want that if God doesn't want that. So what did we do? My husband comes out of his office. I'm like, babe, we got to put the pictures back on the wall. And he's like, 
Why? I'm like, because God told me so. We got to roll out the rug, put the pictures back up. And as soon as we stopped thinking so much about selling the house, this is so cool. We were on vacation for my grandma's 85th birthday. And in the most, and my in-laws were at our house watching our dogs. And we had a showing come up. And I really didn't want to show the house. I'm like, okay, like I've showed it so many different times. Like this is not, I don't want to think about somebody coming to see the house when we're not there. Like my in-laws who are amazing. Like, I don't want to put that type of pressure on them to get out of the house to be showed. Well, the house ended up selling. We had the showing and the house ended up selling and it was just the most random time for God to do it. And he has been in this, like he's in everything. But like his provision has been so clear. I'm so excited for what's next. Like I'm literally so excited. And regardless of it's what I'm thinking that he wants, it doesn't matter because what he wants is what he wants. And my husband and I, we are going to wait on the Lord. We want to honor him and glorify him. We have seen him take us through various seasons, you know, we, we've, we've watched, we we've had so many experiences, um, in regards to waiting on God and his timing. And we've not always done it perfectly. And the cool thing is when you look back and you learn from that and you're like, then God gives you another opportunity to wait on him and not rush and not jump in. And it's so cool because then you see God's grace on top of his provision. And he gives you another opportunity to say yes to Jesus, to say yes in the Jesus way, which may not always make sense. Most of the time it doesn't. Like, you know, Jesus, look at scripture. Like God usually doesn't do anything that makes logical sense to the human brain, right? <laughs> look who um, gets pregnant with Jesus, right? Like some teenage girl, not married, you know, think about who he calls to be his disciples um the rejects the in society and like he never works in the way that we think should be the way that he should work in and that's just how he is and that's what makes it so cool and that's what makes it so exciting and when i say it it's whatever you are experiencing in your life that there's no limitations with god he's able to turn ashes into beauty he's able to have that eagle perspective he sees 360 degrees all the way around. He's not zoomed in on the situation. He knows what is best for your life. And he doesn't want you to stay where you were. And he doesn't want you to think so much into your future. He just wants you to be in the moment with him and allow him to work. Allow him to do, allow God to be God. He wants you to give him the full control and full surrender. And when you give him the, when you are just submissive to what he wants and you give up that false sense of control that we think sometimes that we have, he will work it for your good. I promise you. All right, sweet listeners. That is it. That wraps up our episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are so glad to have you at our table. If you want to get to know us more or hang out with us during the week, you can now find both of us on TikTok, which is Mama Needs Jesus Podcast. 
We now have our own podcast Instagram page, which is Mama Needs Jesus Podcast, periods in between each word. I also run my own Instagram page called Seek Joy Sister, and Nicole runs her own, which is Holy Mamahood. So if you want a little bit more of each of us, you can find us on those pages. If not, we will hang out with you guys next Sunday. Bye.